Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news. Set photos have given us a better look at Batman's new suit and Steven Spielberg might not be back for Indiana Jones 5. Jurassic World 3 has an official title, very excited, um, and are we seeing the first true results of Disney's acquisition of 20th Century Fox? You might not know what I'm talking about, but we'll get to that. I literally forgot, but I just remembered. <laughs> but before all that, we've got trailer talk. Right. Candyman. Just say it once. Don't say it five times <laughs> in front of a mirror. This movie, the original as a kid, always scared me. I'm going to tell you something. I haven't seen the original. That's ridiculous. But always crazy, scared me. Out of all the horror movies I'm into. and uh, Because all you need is a mirror. You yeah. say his name five times. My is favorite, it five or three? It's five. Oh. You get two extra goes. Oh, really? Just in case you want to stop. I thought it was three. Beetlejuice, it's three. Who else does three? Bloody Mary, she's three. <laughs> but no, Candyman, it's five times. And I always... Yeah, we just find it scary. I've never done it. I'm still here. But even like A Nightmare on Elm Street. I took solace in the fact that I've never lived on Elm Street, so I knew I was safe. Right. Freddy only went after the children. But you do have Elm mirrors. Street. Have Everyone's mirrors. got mirrors. Right. So Candyman, the sequels, have been movies that I've watched and have scared me in the past. Now, I've got to be honest, it is so long ago that I last watched them. Finding out that this new one, just titled Candyman, is actually... A spiritual sequel to those original films oh, right. makes me want to go back. So I thought this was going to be a reboot. Now, this is the movie co-written and produced by Jordan Peele. I thought it was going to be a new interpretation where apparently the lead actor in this is playing a grown-up version of Angela Bassett's son in that first movie. I mean, I don't know what that means, but so direct, very well, you've not seen the movie, but yes. direct ties to people that have there seen is that a kid, first there is a kid Candyman the, movie yeah. would know that. So apparently, and it looks like going off this trailer, which, oh, the, the use of Destiny's Child's <laughs> Say My song's Name ruined. was fantastic. <laughs> but Jordan Peele, what, what was the song that he did for us? And he did a remix of that for the trailer. It was fantastic. Oh, I can't recall. But he did it but there. Sure he right. brought back an older song, yeah. gave it like a, a modern remix, and we get it with Say My Name, which I thought was great. But in this trailer, we look to be getting some sort of body morphing going on, which we didn't get in those original movies. It's almost like the guy's becoming Candyman. Oh. Again, I don't have any reference to the original. So. He's a guy, there's a hook, there's bees, there's death. Oh, I recall bees. Must I'm there for this movie, <laughs> honestly. And I knew that... Peel had something to do with it. Yeah, I didn't realize he co-wrote it until watching this trailer. That I mean, that's the that's the exciting part for me because I'm a big fan. <laughs> I could I know he very clearly can do horror really well, um, and this trailer does look neat. It makes me want to go back and do. How many Candyman movies are there? Just the one or three? Three. I'll do all three. I'll do. It. I'll knock them all out uh, before watching this. But yeah, I'm there. This looks. This looks sick. It looks creepy. That song, ah, ruined. But <laughs> just a hunch, I think you could probably do one than this one. Right, okay. Although oh, I'd like the full Tony context. Todd is in all three, and I believe he will be back for this. Although I don't think that's actually confirmed. But I feel like I think that he's would back. be that would be the a big solid connection, right? Or would it make sense to not have him back? I, again, it, I don't know. But I mentioned the body morphing with this trailer. It almost looks like the main character is becoming somebody else. Mm. 
But this is a good-looking trailer. <laughs> you put out that teaser poster, white one sheet with the hook, the honey and the bees, and then a couple of days the later you got the, the trailer. <laughs> Sounds sexy, man. Candyman. Sounds sexy. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Honey and the bees. So, I mean, I'd go as far as saying I think we're going to review Candyman oh, when it comes well, out, especially if you're going to get caught up. Well, yeah, yeah. You know me and the horrors. Like, let's oh, do watch it. it. So, yeah, why not? I'm not sure when it's coming out, but let's chuck it on the on the schedule. <laughs> so it's this year, though. Yeah, it is this year. It's oh, maybe okay. in a couple of months. I think I think it might be soon. <laughs> Comes out in like two weeks. Oh well, no, I don't know. Uh, movie news, I guess. <laughs> the Batman. The ba- we yeah, what about alluded him? to it earlier, or maybe even called it out. Set images have been leaked. We got our first look at the full bat suit and bat cycle. Now yeah. this isn't Robert Pattinson. It's a stuntman. No cape, but we get to see the suit. And what's interesting, the suit looks like a patchwork of different elements from different Batman I mean, costumes. Yeah, you know, like in the Nolan films where it's sort of like, I'm not wearing hockey pads. It looks like he's wearing hockey pads. I mean, it does... I mean, again, this movie is supposed to be the second year. Mm. So I'm, I'm enjoying that aspect. It's like it's an early prototype Bat yeah. suit, but then he's got like these like gauntlet things that look like they came from the Talons, the characters in the Batman comics, Court of Owls. So it does look as though they've taken different elements, which yeah. I'm liking. If they use this suit for like like, a, like an early portion of the movie, or if it's his suit for like the majority of it, and then he gets an upgrade at the end, or maybe we don't see a new suit until the next movie, like that's cool. It's 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 a different take, and it, it's working. I think this is going to be the suit for the whole film, and you know what? The set pictures we've seen, there's bright green grass, it's daylight, it's Scotland. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think that's what the movie's going to look like. It's going to be a much darker movie. Oh, you can, but I Batman mean, does his best work at night. I, <laughs> I always think of that Justice League oh, scene with, yes. on the bright green grass. As, uh, but maybe, you it's know, weird, they, they it? film it and... He's on his back like a turtle and can't get up. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah. the scene you're talking about. Maybe they you know, they, they film the bike scene and then, you know, they put a lens over it so it's like everything's blue and gloomy I reckon and stuff. Put the cape on him, and they're going to hide a lot of it. I guess it's maybe a, like a CGI cape. It wouldn't be the first time. No, they I mean, it could be, but Superman's CGI we, cape. We know the size of the ears. That was a thing. I, I think mean, it's a good last size. episode. We were talking about the what the test footage that they showed, mm. where it was like it was a like a red hue, and we didn't quite see the top of the cowl. Now we know the size of the ears. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a good size. I think we need to wait until we they present an official shot of Pattinson in the suit. Right, at night. Um, what about the bat cycle? I mean, that's uh, different. It looks it looks like, you know, like uh, the, the front of, you know, what is it, like a windshield type thing, but it's kind of like... Very Batman 66. <laughs> it looks like a bat shape. Like, oh, yeah, that's... You know what? There's so many vehicles that he rides or drives in the comics that look as though he's just put a bat on the front. So I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm he's happy with it. just stuck a bat on it. That's, That's it. That's all done. you need. It doesn't need to be a full-on, you know, mini tank type thing. Not to knock the Nolan, not to knock the Dark Knight or nothing, but you don't need it. You just need a motorbike. It's fine. And again, and this is this is the one driven by the stuntman as well. So it's not only like a stuntman in the bat suit; mm. it's a stunt bike as well. Oh, okay. So it might not look like that. We'll we'll see. I mean, I'm sure Matt Reeves did not want this footage <laughs> getting out. <laughs> but it's out now. Where are they filming? That's um, is it Glasgow? Glasgow, it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, Gotham, <laughs> Gotham countryside, uh, yeah. the rich part. Um, so what else have we got? Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Uh, Jerry O'Connell 
um, voicing Clark Kent Superman, Rebecca Roman voicing Lois Lane, and Rain Wilson voicing Lex Luthor um, are all to return for the animated Justice League Dark Apocalypse War movie. So what's interesting about that, this is a sequel to Justice League Dark. We had Matt Ryan as Constantine, but it was the dark characters. Jason yeah. O'Mara did appear as Batman, but now, I think now, that, remind me that that's all in the like the new fifty two main continuity. Yeah. continuity so yeah. Death and Reign of Superman, Batman Hush we had recently. So it's that continuity. So what I find really interesting here is that although all the Justice League Dark characters are coming back from that first movie, now we're gonna get Jerry O'Connell as Clark and Superman. Yeah. So it sounds like they're doing something really big with this movie, whereas the first Justice League Dark movie it was just a movie they put out. They stuck Batman in there to, I don't know, help say, sell DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> just to up hey, the sales. Watch this movie, Batman. Look, we've it. got Batman in it. Whereas this is looking to be a much bigger thing. We mentioned Tony Todd when talking about Candyman earlier. He's back in this as Darkseid, which is pretty cool. Mm. And it's shaping up to be a big cast of characters, which is not what I thought it was going to be. When first announced, <laughs> my input of this in this story is I'm excited for these movies in this continuity because now we've got good suits, we've got good costumes oh, for like true. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. So yeah, whether Batman right. and Wonder Woman are in this one, but oh yes, so oh, I'm excited to see more Superman now <laughs> because yeah, of he's that. got the good costume. Look at the good costume. That's it. Ah, oh, this is the thing we mentioned earlier: the Simpsons play date with Destiny. Oh, what's that? A Simpsons short will play before Disney Pixar's Onward. It will be called, as I've already mentioned, Play Date with Destiny and will feature Maggie Simpson. Right. So we know Disney <laughs> bought Fox. I mean, yes. But now it's like we're really seeing what that means. Right. Now, this isn't the first time we've had a Simpsons short before a movie. I think Ice Age Continental Drift, um, there was another short featuring Maggie. Um, I think it was something about a daycare, something. And that was back when it was all Fox. Exactly. And Ice Age, of course, yeah. well, you know, it's Fox it's as Disney well. now. So it's now oh, Disney. Yeah, well, that's it. If you've got Disney Plus, you can watch all the Ice Age. <laughs> they have all on like, there. Number one, it, it's strange that we're not getting a traditional Pixar short, you know, a short made by Pixar, but I think also strange <laughs> that, yeah, it's The Simpsons. It's, it's really it's, strange. It's, it's, it's an odd thing, but... That's the world we live in now. And I guess, yeah, this is the... We are finally seeing the results of that acquisition. And that's it. We're actually seeing it. Because we've known for a long time that when they launched Disney+, Plus, The Simpsons, the Simpsons that's it. up front, like they were heavily promoting the fact that The Simpsons are a part of Disney+. Plus. But yeah, attaching The Simpsons to a Pixar movie, <laughs> it's really bizarre. I mean, I'll watch it. But, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to see Onward anyway, so uh, bonus for me. Um, Jurassic World 3's title has officially uh, been revealed, and it is... Do we need a drum roll? Jurassic World Dominion. What do we think? I, I You know what? It's better than Fallen Kingdom, I'll tell you that. Um, I'm happy with it. It's fine. It's a title, it, isn't it? Yeah, a title doesn't make or break a movie it's either a shit title or it's a good title it doesn't make a movie any better or any worse um i think dominion works i've seen some like jokes and stuff about minions do minions <laughs> <laughs> um no but if you look up the meaning of the word dominion it's sort of um it's about it's about like control um i guess the lack thereof you know apocalyptic type setting so it all kind of fits in with thematically 
um, where I guess Jurassic Park kind of started, you know, the, the idea of control or the illusion of control. So I'm excited that they're kind of going down that avenue if the title does have any sort of input. But I have read somewhere that Colin Trevorrow has stated that this third, sixth movie, whatever this is, um, is going to be more sci-fi thriller back to its roots with the thematical issues, which is what I love about Jurassic Park, not just the romp and stomp dinosaurs which we got in uh, Fallen Kingdom. I've got to be honest, that was a much longer answer than, yeah. I, than I anticipated. Thank you. I came prepared. You made up for my lack of prep. Jurassic is my jam. <laughs> Indiana Jones 5. This is a movie that's been talked about for the longest time. Steven Spielberg is handing directing duties for the movie over to another filmmaker for the first time in franchise history. Ford v Ferrari director James Mangold is reportedly in talk to take over the Harrison Ford-led sequel. Uh, there's a few things here. I uh, just think you stop. I don't think this movie... <laughs> I honestly don't think this movie will ever I happen. Just, you don't need to do it. Yeah, just like, if, let it be. I mean, Lucas has gone. So we've only got Spielberg... Well, we haven't. We only <laughs> had Spielberg and Ford. And if Spielberg's gone... Come on, like, well, I mean, Spielberg, what is it? Spielberg still could be producing in some... To what capacity, though? Like, he'll, yeah. I don't doubt that his name <laughs> will still be on there. Yeah. But he directed those other four, if we're counting the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If he had maybe done, like, the first two and then someone else came in and did the third... But he did all four, of them. He's done them all. And even fine. Spielberg's last one, like, I kind of touched on there, is not a good movie. <laughs> it's not great. It is not. But I mean, I've got my nice little box set. It's a nice little cover and there's four very uniform sets in there and it's just like, don't do a fifth one purely for that reason. I just don't want an additional. But Harrison Ford's what in his, like, is he in his 70s? Is he in the 80s yet? He's, and he's just he's... going to be even older because this is not happening. I mean, when are, this, when are they said to be shooting this? But you know what? James Mangold is a very talented director. So I mean, it's not as if... They're passing it over to a lesser director, yeah. but you can't start some Zelux Spielberg's gonna do Indiana Jones 5. Now he's not. I gotta say, look, if they are doing this movie, which again I don't think it will ever will actually happen, but if they do, and Spielberg is not, you know, involved or, you know, directing, yeah, get someone like James Mangold. Like, why not? Like he is up there caliber. I'm just gonna plug our review of um Ford V Ferrari, which James Mangold directed. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, well done. Awesome. Nice plug. In the feed. <laughs> now, okay, this next story, a bit of a backstory to it. I mean, it's just something that was said by an actor, but I thought it worth <laughs> mentioning. But, okay, so there, there's, there's been this clip circulating of a Back to the Future scene where Marty and Doc are running around the school. It's a, a deep fake A clip. deep fake, yeah. yeah, which the technology still baffles me. That Blows my mind. It's like, what? We're, we're here in, this is the future. We are, it is now. We are in the future. No need to go back to it. Um, where Tom Holland's face is on Marty's, Robert Downey Jr. is on Doc, and it oddly really works. It freaks me out. So, Tom Holland is saying that there have been conversations with him in the past to do a Back to the Future remake, but he agrees the original could never be made better. So this is not something that's happening, but the thing to note, though, is the fact that official conversations have been had with him, which, mean, which means someone somewhere is thinking about it. Someone's thinking about it. But I think both... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Romeckis? Is that his name? Oh, my God. Is that Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, I think Robert Zemeckis and... Is it Bob Gale? 
I mean, you're right. I was thinking Bob Paul, Hope, but it's not I'm him. I'm pulling no, some you, names. No, you're, you are right. Because Bob, Bob Gale is involved with the ongoing Back to the Future comic books, IDW. Oh, right, I think so. I think it is him. But I think both of them um, have said many, many times, and I continue to say it now in the present, that no, you'd have to do it over their dead bodies. But you know to what? To retouch it. You've got to think that the franchise does belong to Universal. They would own that franchise, wouldn't they? But I think there's very few movies out there that I can honestly say, like, they just just don't ever really like just don't touch them and I think that's but you know what them. if they did remake and okay yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah, they were to do, have it. to do the trilogy when they get to the second one I don't need Holland to play his sister <laughs> or other family members they didn't do it in the first one but in the sequels, they decided Didn't to get Michael J. Fox to play different family members. You know, like, this is a conversation for another day. But, yeah, you know when Michael J. Fox is is playing, like, his ancestors? And, like, even, um, uh, what's her name? Lorraine, you know the name, you know the... Are you going to the actress or the Yeah, the actress, the actress. Uh, Elizabeth Shue. No? No, no, they... Oh, no, no, Leah Thompson. Leah I'm Thompson, thinking, I'm thinking of the Karate Kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson plays like a distant McFly relative. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense for the gene pool, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, why does his mum, who's not a McFly, look like... Anyway, different question for another Yeah, day. that's a good point. That's but a... anyway, that's if fine. Tom Holland does play Marty, just don't play the extended family yeah. in no, the look, sequels. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. If, but, you know, it's not going to happen. Look, if, if it does, if they are looking at... Oh, Tom Holland would... <laughs> I guess it It'd would be work. a good Marty McFly. Yeah. But we've already got a great Marty McFly. <laughs> so let's just leave it there. Uh, what pointless conversation that was, I reckon. Move on. But you know what? I enjoyed it. That was that was good. We had, we had a good time. That was for us. <laughs> that was for you and I. <laughs> oh, the next story is me. I, I was thinking it was you. Uh, Mask. Can you remember that? Not the Jim Carrey movie from the 90s. No. Yeah, the... Um, These... The toys, the right? The toys. Yeah, the yeah. toys. Bad Boys for Life co-writer Chris Bremner is to write a live-action mask film for Paramount and Hasbro. And when it's has when they say Hasbro, that's the AllSpark Pictures <laughs> yeah. production line, isn't it? They're sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. That yeah. do Transformers and My Little Pony. F. Gary Gray <laughs> is attached to direct. He's the guy that did... What did he do? He did a fast movie. He did Straight Outta Compton. Well, that was a good movie. And the fast movie was a good one. I can't remember which one he did, but he one maybe eight. <laughs> the movie will be inspired by the 1980s action figures and cartoon. Mask is the acronym for Mobile Armored Strike Command. You didn't know. That's command with a K. <laughs> a task force led by Matt Tracker, whose goal is to take out the evil organization Venom, vicious evil network of mayhem. I'm going to tell you now, one of my favorite toys as a kid was the green motorbike that transformed into a helicopter. I mean, that it was incredible. Cool. sounds pretty cool. The show Mask, I watched when it was on, but I've never thought to go back and revisit it. Yeah. And it was good for the time. I don't know my, how it's going to work today. <laughs> my experience with Mask was, because I think it was clearly before my time, but so I had caught some very late reruns, so it was like, you know, one of those ones like, oh, let's just replay it in the 90s and... And so I caught a few episodes, but yeah, it was... Oh, no, it didn't really do Have much Have you seen me. the toy that I was talking about? The no, but it sounds motorbike. cool, man. It sounds cool. I'll show you after. It's amazing. Cool. Like the actual toy? I'll show you a picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer own it, but it was great. It was just a motorbike, and it folded up into a helicopter, a propeller. You know what a helicopter looks like. <laughs> and it was green. It was green. And it was green. That's right. But yeah, mask movie. 
Okay. There we go. <laughs> Eli Roth will um, direct a movie based on the popular video game Borderlands. Um, he teams with Chernobyl creator Craig Marzin, who wrote the latest screenplay for the adaption. You're a Borderlands fan? Never played it. Cool. Have you played it? No, man. Were you hoping I did for the sake of this story? Kind of. Yeah. Okay, you know. No, look, so, I, I know of it. I've seen it. I'm familiar with the and, game yeah, play. I, I know. I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but it's Describe another a guy in a was it a gas mask? Sure, that's <laughs> or something <laughs> in the wasteland. Very Mad Max. But I thought of note the fact that one Eli Roth is attached to direct, and it's another video game movie. You know, about Sonic the Hedgehog. Illumination is still said to be doing the an animated Mario Brothers movie. So comic book movies are happening. A sequel to Alicia Vanderkamp? No, what's her name? Vikander. <laughs> Alicia Vikander. And you, meant to say, you meant to say video game movies, not comic book, but that's okay. I did. It's um, I'm just, We're just too used to, used to talking about that's, comic books. That's it. Thanks for no, correcting I, I reckon there's going, to be a, there's going to be a video game uprising. He's, okay, but the point being, yeah, not comic book, video game, we're getting more of them. But also, Craig Mazin, you know, I know, you know, you mentioned Chernobyl, but he did something else recently. He was the host on a official Watchmen HBO podcast where he okay. interviews Damon Lindelof. Right, cool. Which I thought was um, pretty cool. But anyway, Borderlands. It's, yeah, uh, but Chernobyl's a pretty good video game I think movie. The... <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure they've done comics. I am pretty sure they've done. Oh, okay, or Borderland comics. Yeah, I think they have. Right, Creed Three will be written by Zach Palin, who penned the upcoming Will Smith movie King Richard. Did you know they were doing a Creed Three? I just kind of assumed. I'm you know, glad they a are. trilogy is always a, a thing. and That first movie was solid. The second movie had a lot going for it. It was a fun movie. And hopefully they can just lift the game, I want to say. Just because the, the more in line did, with that first movie. I really enjoyed that one. I think where the second one did end, it, was, it wasn't it was a, a nice place for it to end for both stories, for Rocky and... Yeah, I, yeah. I think they, they What's need... his name? Is it Apollo Jr.? Adonis. Adonis. Adonis Creed. <laughs> they do need that third movie just to have like a tight trilogy. So again, that second one is good, but I think mm. if they can bring something back from that first movie again, I think it will end up being a solid trilogy. And Stallone's out there talking about doing more Rocky, whether it's a prequel or a TV series. All right. So Rocky's not Should going away. Should do a Rocky away. and Rambo crossover. I'd what I'd like part of that. I don't need more Bambo. <laughs> <laughs> but the last over. one was enough. Just Stallone on Stallone. I mean, no one would have a clue what they're saying. No, I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. What are they saying? Where are the subtitles? Um, Little Shop of Horrors. Some news for that um, involving Chris Evans. So he's in talks to star in a remake as dentist Oren Scrivello. You don't sound like you're familiar Not with too much. Little Shop of Horrors. Not okay, too much. The character that... Evans is in talks for is the Steve Martin character. That's a oh, psycho dentist. Right. That would be different for him, wouldn't it? And that's yeah. For Chris Evans, I mean. Yeah, it would be. Like, yeah. Alright, oh yeah. He's he's villainary characters. It's a musical of... though, so you know, guys he got a set of pipes on him. Can he can he sing? Oh, did he sing in Not Another Team Movie? I think he did, yeah. That's my that only example time ago. of potentially him singing. Was that when he had when he did the banana split, or was that a different thing? Yeah, the the, <laughs> the shaving cream or maybe edible cream. I don't know. Uh, there's more news, though. Uh, Taron Egerton and Scarlett Johansson also in talks uh, to lead the cast as Seymour and Audrey, with Billy Porter confirmed as the carnivorous plant Audrey too. Cool. Fill me in on uh, what all that means. 
I know there's a big plant, so I know who that is. Yeah, so that's Audrey too. Right. And then Sir Edgerton would essentially be taking the Rick Moranis role. Ah, okay, cool. And we know that Edgerton can sing, not just Rocket Man. He played a singing gorilla in the animated <laughs> movie Sing. Well, yeah. we actually sang you know what? Elton John song. I like that Sing movie. It was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed it. Much I took my daughter to see that at the cinema. She really enjoyed it as well. Much better than that other singing movie. What was it? Trolls. Oh, yeah. Mm. Too many pop songs. Only one of those movies got a <laughs> sequel. And a TV series. Ah, and it was Trolls. <laughs> damn it. Anyway. Well, that's it for the movie news. We're done. TV news. Watchmen. Oh, I mentioned the HBO show already. This is interesting. Ahead of an official awards season campaign, HBO has reclassified the series as a limited series due to the lack of a guaranteed future instalment. So they're saying, this is it. So if you look on IMDb, it is now listed as a miniseries mm. previously season one. But just as you just said, you know, it's they've they've done it because of award season campaigning so and the fact that Lindelof's been very vocal about the fact that he's not going to come back and do more maybe that could change in the future but what they can do here whether it's next year the year after however many years HBO could come back to Watchmen and just have a different title on the end of it because the they could do a spin-off show or they could jump into the future I mean the current series is essentially it's a sequel to the graphic novel and not the Zack Snyder movie I won't get into much more about it here because I will be doing an upcoming episode of Sounds Like Comics all about HBO's Watchmen. But I found that interesting though. Yes, award season is coming up, but it's rare mm. that a classification of a TV series would be changed. It makes you think though, what award are they going for? It's like, oh, we can't win like uh, oh, like some so sort of ser- series sneaky. thing, but I, we can win potentially We've a, got a limited good series. Chance yeah. the, we could wipe the floor with limited series. <laughs> We're in a series that award. But then again, Chernobyl, that was a limited series, wasn't it? Or has that already been and gone at the awards? Um, uh, I don't know. Television awards. I'm not really behind them. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> anyway, it's all about anyway. the Oscars. Um, Harley Quinn. Now, this is that animated DC show. Uh, very adult. If you're a kid, don't watch it. Um, it returns in April with season two. Um, there's also a bit of extra news here. Alfred Molina potentially or reportedly uh, cast as Mr. Freeze. Now, I've got to tell you. That is a character that hasn't appeared in okay. the first season. Not even just visually. just not at um, all. Maybe in a background scene, but he's never been a character a wanted poster on with the dialogue. Maybe. What's really interesting here, though, is the time between the season one finale and the season two premiere has is it, six weeks. Has it finished already? It's finished. Right. Last weekend was so, the yeah. season finale. So it's April. Six weeks. That's no time at all. I did hear from somebody that it was originally planned to be a longer season of cutting half. I would have guessed that. That would make sense. And they just split it. And you've got to think, though, if you're, uh, for me personally... I'm really surprised at how quick the turnaround from season one to season two is going to be. But if it was a six-week mid-season break, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's a long time. If it's a break in between seasons, wow, that's quick. Oh, that's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah. It, I the way it's the same. It's, it's, it's weird because of what they've labelled it as, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's sort of just like they've made what they've made and they're just putting it out. It could be they're capitalising on, you, you know... Harley Quinn, even though the movie at the moment isn't doing that great, it's still in conversation. It's still People getting are talking about good it. word of mouth. You know, we did a recent review of The Invisible Man. Quick plug. The people behind me waiting for their tickets, they went to see Birds of Prey. Oh, so Made me happy. Still the selling. movie's still making yeah. money. And you know, 
Well, we, nah, listen to our review. <laughs> Hear our thoughts. But yeah, Harley Quinn, season two. And I, I said to you off air that I struggled with that first episode and had to go back a second time. It's a hard R, bad language, oh, violence, yeah. really over the top. And then that second viewing of that first episode and then stayed with it. This, this is a fun show. And Diedrich Spader is back as Batman. We first got him with the hammers of justice in Batman Brave and the Bold. And he's back in this. So I'm, I'm a fan of this show. Yeah. It's fun. I, I'll tell you, I've only watched the first episode and it's only been very recent. So it's not like I only watched one and I gave up. I've watched that one and I've got to tell you, I will see this through. Like it is. It's a really I fun mean, show. You had described it just like as you did uh, to me, but I don't think I was prepared. And the cast is great. Alan Tudyk, double duties as both Joker and Clayface. All oh, right. So Lake Bell as Poison Ivy. Now, I'm really like, liking Poison Ivy. Oh, like the relationship between Harley and Poison Ivy portrayed in this series, that's how they are in the comics. And outside of the comics, I've never seen it. So it's great seeing it brought to life. You know what, it's, it's great when there's you, you see something you've never seen before. I think it's just, it's just, it's a good, great thing. But we're really just talking about the fact that season two comes back in <laughs> April. But if you've not watched it, take that as an early recommend. Check our, out that's our, that was our review of the Harley Quinn animated show, I guess. And we still don't know what's going to be happening with DC Universe. In the US, the shows have started being released here in Australia, where the, I think Foxtel are picking up quite a few on Fox 8, whether it be Pennyworth, Doom Patrol. But HBO Max is going to be a thing they roll out in the US initially. Mm. I think Harlequin and the rest of the DC Universe shows could get rolled into that, and hopefully if that happens, it will be a worldwide release. But Warner Max, what they're using as their big launch is a Friends reunion special. I was wondering where you were going. I was like, mate, we've got to get to the next story. But you, yeah, slipped us in. I had an idea. I had it all planned out. <laughs> the Friends reunion special is officially happening and it's arriving on the upcoming HBO Max streaming service. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry and David Schwimmer are all confirmed to return. Now, this is an unscripted hour it's going to be them on couches reunited having conversations right so a lot of people have been thinking is it like a little movie nope. is it a new episode is it but now there's rumors of a limited series on the back of this oh. so the first thing that needs to happen is this well, i think if they were to announce that oh at this would, reunion it thing, would be huge but i think it just goes to show the that the importance and the influence of friends and like how much it still means to so many people. Because if you look at the numbers streaming services are looking to pay for content, mm. it's not new content. It's, you know, networks going after things like Seinfeld, Friends. Yeah. You know, going after these it's, big... And that's well, where the money is. it's things that, you know, like... Be, Number one, like beloved shows, and you know they still do the they still do the circulation on, on network television and all that. Um, but, you know, they're shows that lasted, you know, up to 10 seasons or so, and... There's a lot of content within that, and I mean, people, friends, it's ten years. People, I can I can tell you, there are people out there who will probably watch that whole series more times than you can even imagine. I used like. to buy them on VHS. I used to be <laughs> such. I'm not even kidding. I was such a big fan of Friends, and then just recently, because he's on TV often still. Yeah. Like, so you can probably, you know, you'll be able to stream it on HBO Max, but now it's still. But do you find yourself just tuning into an odd TV. episode? I was really surprised that I just got sucked in. 
it was just something that just it just came on after something I was watching and I was glued. And some, suddenly you're in a you're deep in a story arc and you're just like I remember exactly where yeah. we are. I've seen I, it before. I, but I need to keep watching because I'm I'm hooked again. Cause... I know where the jokes are. I know what's going to be said because I've yeah. seen it that many times. But there's just something about it. And I mentioned Seinfeld before. It's up there with Friends. Like you could just go back and just you just rewatch it and, and it's still a lot of fun. And that's why HBO Max, like as well as having all this new content they're going to launch with a friends reunion special um gremlins director joe dante reveals he's working on a new animated series for hbo max of course gremlins secrets of the mogwai joe dante director of the original two movies so we knew this animated series were coming it's a prequel so it's the old man in his younger days the one that first (laughs) you didn't sell gizmo it's been a while what? Gizmo gets taken. Well, essentially, yeah. But he's the old man in the shop. Yeah. So we're going to get the young adventures of him. So we've known this series is coming, but we've only just found out that Joe Dante is going to be working as a consultant. Well, I guess that's cool. I mean, the, the man behind the mythology, he's the guy. I guess. Like, yeah, he's, he's the, the guy. guy. Who he's, else would you go he's to? the movies. That's it. It will be an interesting kind of, I guess, perspective of, of the whole thing. You get the Gremlins mythology. Like, where do they come from? Where do they used to live, you know? I mean, so, I'm curious about this animated series anyway, but having Dante attached, I'm more into it. Superstore is a sitcom I'm a big fan of. Have you checked it out yet? I haven't. You probably recommended it. I have. I think maybe on air, off air, I've definitely recommended it to you. It is a really good show. America Ferreira will be leaving the show. So like, oh, okay. you're, you're not going to miss anything because you don't watch the show. Right. But she is one of the leads. She has been from the beginning. Season five, she will be exiting after that season wraps. And it was just weeks after the show was renewed for a sixth season that we found this out. Oh, right, okay. So Do she you... is one of the main actors on the show. If she's not. Is she like... Could you consider her as, like, the lead? It's an ensemble, but she's one of the co-leads. Right, because you know what happens usually when sitcoms do lose one of their Yeah, no, she's definitely one of the main ones. Like, if you think Big Bang Theory, she's Leonard, Penny, or Sheldon. Wow. She's one of the main ones. So for her to leave is a big thing. That's a game changer, yeah. But the supporting cast are fantastic. You reckon they're strong enough to... I do. Get into season so, seven, eight? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe not that far, but I think, <laughs> you know, I do think they're capable of still carrying the show. She, she isn't the whole show, but it is like you, you're taking Penny away from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that's it's, it's madness. noticeable. Madness. Um, Sony is developing a small screen iteration of, of the Doc Savage Pulp Fiction franchise. So the new series will follow the adventurer as he takes on rampaging dinosaurs, secret societies led by dastardly villains, uh, fantastic gadgets and weapons, death-dealing traps, hair-raising escapes, and plots to rule the earth. Sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> Sounds really good. Right up my alley. <laughs> you know, I remember years and years ago watching, maybe it was Black and White, I can't remember, like an old Doc Savage movie. Yeah. And his thing is, he's the man of bronze. Right. Like he's indestructible, yeah. and that's what he's known as, Doc Savage, the Man of Bronze. But the intention of this is live action, right? We're not talking yeah, about yeah, no, it. Yeah, live it's action. like reading that kind of script. It just sounds, sounds like an action cartoon, but... Yeah, now this is set to be live action. They'd been looking at a movie for a long time. Shane Black was one time attached. Right. Dwayne Johnson was one time attached to play Doc Savage. 
but it never happened. But now we might see it come to life on the small screen. And it's pretty out there. Like, you know, the things that he goes up against. I mean, I'm sure you were intrigued by the dinosaurs. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just say dinosaurs, I'm there. So it could be all right. But again, there's been many attempts in the past few years. Maybe <laughs> this one also won't come to pass. American Horror Story is not a show we've talked about often on the podcast. Yeah, you know I have watched it since its inception, essentially. and I saw the first two seasons, loved the first, hated the second. Oh, a couple of episodes of three, that's not the point. The reason why <laughs> we're talking about it today, Macaulay Culkin, bloody Macaulay Culkin, will join returning stars Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters in the upcoming 10th season. So I'll stop you there. So Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters, veterans of the show, have been in every season except yep. for the most recent one. Oh, right. So they weren't, they took Oh, that was the slasher series. The slasher one, right. which I enjoyed at first, and then by the end of it, I was like, that's going to be one of the worst seasons I've ever watched. I um, thought <laughs> it looked good, yeah. <laughs> but then I didn't try it. Oh, I just started good, and it just it just didn't go anywhere. Um, but yeah, they, they both took a year off, and they've been in every single season. So I think only... They might have up until that season. They were like the only two who had been in every season. So for them to take a year off was insane, and we were like, "Oh, they're coming back!" But they are. So I guess that's cool. But Macaulay Culkin, holy crap! I know. Out of retirement, I'm going to watch it. I mean, I am going to watch (laughs) the tenth season. And you've got to think: after ten years, they're going to be like, "What can we do?" (laughs) You know, whether it's to keep viewers engaged, bring viewers back, new viewers. Let's cast Macaulay Culkin. I'm so yeah. I'm I'm gonna watch it. I am gonna watch it. Curiosity more than anything. Yeah, I mean I hope it's a season because they have been dealing with a little bit of like crossover and stuff. Yeah, I don't there was that. like a kind of like a season that was like a sequel to one of them. That's so, right. It was a sequel to the first season, the one that I liked. Yeah, I heard about or that. and the third and oh, a okay. bit going on. But um, yeah, hopefully for you coming in just fresh for this, it's a standalone. There's got to be a lot of people that are like, hang on. Macaulay Culkin. It's just, it's just weird. It's like, like when they announced Joe Pesci for the Irishman. You're like, what? Where's he been? Pesci's coming back. Like, so yeah, yeah. I compared Macaulay Culkin to Joe Pesci. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming back for. I'm just Culkin. thinking of what Daniel Stern last did. Was it Game Over, man? That was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good movie. Out of the three of them, if they're all working, <laughs> you know, get we them back could together. Get a true Home Alone three. But instead, we're not. We're getting that. What was it? Stoned alone with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, no, we're getting the no, Home getting Alone a, reboot on Disney a, Plus. Yeah, we're getting a Disney Plus Home Alone reboot. That's probably the more legitimate. I always <laughs> like to put the horror story at the end, and you ruin it because now we're talking about Home Alone. Yeah. But anyway, American Horror Story, Macaulay Culkin. There you go. Okay. Um, well, that's it for all of the news. Uh, recommends. I'm going to recommend a British crime thriller. Oh, not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and it will not be the last. This one is a Netflix release. Right. And it's a movie that I was really looking forward to watching it. They were teasing it. And then I had other shows in the way, so I had to postpone it. I'm talking about The Stranger. Have you watched this? Do you know what? I've watched the trailer for it oh, like six times. Just watch And I just still show. haven't. If you're unfamiliar, when a stranger makes a shocking claim about his wife, family man Adam Price becomes entangled in a mystery as he desperately searches for answers. Richard Armitage and... Oh, he was in the TV show Hannibal and Siobhan Finneman from Happy Valley. They star in the series, which is based on Harlan Coben's novel. Harlan Coben from Netflix did 
Safe. That came out, I believe, last year with the guy from Dexter. Oh, okay. That was solid. This is better. This <laughs> is a really good show. Just to chuck a couple of other names in there. Paul Kay, Jennifer Saunders, two people with comedy backgrounds, but this is not a comedy. It's a drama. And they're really good in it. It is a solid show. It keeps you guessing. There's so many subplots, but you it's just really good. Like, there's not like you're not wait. Sometimes you'll have a show that's too big and you're waiting for certain subplots to wrap up or you're bored of certain characters. You want the story to move along. Not with this. Like, there's so many moving parts. I was gripped from start to finish. And it's an English show as well. So there's like, I don't know, maybe eight episodes. Right, okay. It is a solid watch. And I'm hoping I'm getting the name right. Siobhan Finneman. Big fan of hers. She was in the first few series of Benny Dorm, various other things. I mentioned Happy Valley. She is fantastic. And she was the reason why I wanted to watch this in the first place. But if you've not seen it, it's on Netflix, The Stranger. The Stranger. I'm going to go with also a Netflix uh, show, but one that I completely binged in one day. Wow. It only just came out a couple days ago. Did it on Saturday. All done. Now, there's uh, seven episodes about 20-ish minutes each. Oh, so that's you sure. put them all together, it's like a fairly long movie. Almost like a three-hour movie. <laughs> Easy. Easy. It's called I'm Not Okay With This. Um, I think it's the, one of the, no, from one of the producers of Stranger Things, and I think a director or writer or something from uh, The End of the Effing World, ah, which you know right. I also really quite fond of. And it has that vibes all over it. Um, it's the It Girl, isn't it? It's the girl from It, uh, Sophia Lillis, who plays Sydney Novak. It's also got um, Wyatt Olaf, who played Stanley in It. Oh, right. As well. He's also playing a character called Stanley in this. Confusing. But a very different <laughs> character and, and a very, very likeable. Very likeable. You know, I didn't realise the episodes were so short. So short. So you can you can just watch them, like, so e- easily. You, you know, just... I just watched Lock and Key and enjoyed it, and then I saw this pop up as, like, the recommend after I finished that. Right. I thought, I've just had, like... You need a bit of a breather. Like a teen mystery thing. Yeah. And... But I didn't realise it was such a quick watch, though. So easy. Yeah, like, by the end of it, I was like, damn, I... what happens next? I want to know more. Um, so Sydney is a teenage girl navigating the trials and tribulations of high school, as they always do, while dealing with the complexities of her family, her budding sexuality, and mysterious superpowers uh, just beginning to awaken deep within her. So they kind of come up when she's all angry on and hormonal and stuff. So I guess that's the Stranger Things kind of vibe, you know, girl with powers. But then it's also got that kind of dark kind of sarcastic humor like end of the effing well which is again fantastic as well but yeah we, we we put it on the me and the missus and we were like let's just check it out you know as we always do like the first episode and we we're like oh that's pretty short let's just watch another and then it's good when you find a show like that yeah and then we'll just like look seven episodes they're about the same let's just let's just do it wow and okay. then a couple well, you know only after a few hours we're like well that's done but solid i like it Good. That's yes. That's <laughs> it. Sounds good. That's it. Um, I've also got a bit of trivia, I guess, to wrap us up. Not much because I struggled to find anything relevant to anything we're talking about. So I was just going to make it Jurassic World related. So um, Dino Dominion. No, uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, the Dino Dominion is a good title. That's <laughs> the, 
they should change it. Let's write to them. Let's tell them. Um, no, let's just use the title. What was it? I didn't write the trivia down. It's all coming off my head. Um, the working title for the movie, though, so that's the official title. The working title is Arcadia. Um, and that might not mean anything to anyone, except it's the name of the boat that transported the dinosaurs off the island in the previous film, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, your favourite. Yeah, not my best <laughs> trivia. It's all I could come up with. Okay, good. Yeah. Cool with that one? That's yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's happened now, hasn't it? That's it. That's all I got. No time to do any more trivia. That's it. I'm going to wrap up now because it got weird. That's it for our movie show. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films You Podcast. And all our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of The Invisible Man. Uh, Sounds Like Comics have a recent episode looking at Titans Season 2, and Rewind and Review recently went back to 1995 with Billy Madison. Stay tuned for our upcoming review of the latest DC animated movie, Superman Red Sun. And if you missed it, check out our latest movie review in association with Video Easy, Ford v Ferrari. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon. Thank you.